Want to carve out me time without feeling guilty? On today's episode, how trampolines and a tiny house can change everything. Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small-town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams, and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. Well, hey there. I'm so glad that you're hanging out with me today. <laughs> the intro, ah, oh, trampolines and carving out me time. You know, when I was little, I loved a good trampoline. There was nothing like it. I mean, we didn't have a lot of money and maybe it cost us a hundred dollars to buy this trampoline. But, oh my gosh, that trampoline was so much fun. And, and I remember in like the first one of the first episodes I ever talked about it, I said it was like a preposition. I jumped above it, below it, around it, off of it. It was the best fun time I'd ever had. I love the trampoline. When life feels chaotic and crazy, I would retreat to the trampoline. I would get under the trampoline and I would put a big blanket on top and I would make like a fort and I loved carving out. Well, it was me time. I probably didn't know I was actually doing that back then, but there is something about having me time and not feeling guilty about it. This trampoline was my saving grace and I loved it. And maybe we can get you your own trampoline as well, but maybe a different version. So I have been interviewing lots of moms this week. And I asked, like, what is your biggest dream? What do you want right now? What is your wish? And then I had a mom say, I wish that I could park a tiny house on my property (laughs) and just have it to go in there kid free by myself. Now, y'all are probably going, yes, why did I not think of this before? (laughs) She was like, I just wish I had a tiny house to park on my property and I could read and scrapbook and have a glass of red and just hang out and listen to my own thoughts without kids being there. And I thought, hey, how brilliant is that? I have a trampoline. They have a tiny house. This is this is a win win for everybody. Right. (laughs) If a noun could be my best friend. It was my trampoline. (laughs) And maybe it's your tiny house. (laughs) So today we're talking about ways to carve out me time and why it's so important. You know, to get away, to get away with your thoughts, to just be able to breathe and just be, be you without all the roles that you play. Because you once weren't a mother. Now, Mind you, mother is a big role that we're playing right now, and it will be that way forever. But it's fun to interview lots of moms and just figure out how do they carve out breathing room and not feel guilty about it. I love the idea of the tiny house. Hello. Sign me up. We all need a space to breathe, you know, to settle, to let our thoughts have a voice. (laughs) Wouldn't all the moms in the world in America right now have better attitudes if we just had space to carve out, space to breathe, just a little me time, you know, to eat chocolate without sharing it, to take a bubble bath or pee in peace. (laughs) Is that a thing? Oh, my Lord. When life feels like a pressure cooker, you know, that feels like there is no relief valve, 
there's always a space somewhere to go and find, like under that trampoline or finding that tiny house, to breathe. You know, to reset your thoughts, to reset your attitude, to remember what activities made you happy once upon a time. What were those activities? You know, maybe maybe it was sports. Maybe you loved running or or painting sceneries, you know, at the park or or at the beach. You know, find that space to breathe. Oh, just to hear your voice and and to hear God's voice. You know, I've interviewed so many moms and different seasons, you know, it's just busy, busy, go, go, go. And then sometimes, you know, in the teenage season, the kids are independent. Maybe they're driving or they're getting up on their own and they don't need you to wake them up in the morning. They're getting ready for school and you have more space, a lighter load. So I'm going to share some ideas from moms that I've talked to along the way on how they carve out time, me time, guilt free. So number one is a picnic at the park or in their own neighborhood. Just spread out a blanket, go grab their favorite meal and just sit there and maybe journal or be thankful for your kids or your life or whatever that is to just breathe intentionally And really think about the role that you play in other people's lives. Because when you go, 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 and you're like, oh, selfish, you know, being, having time for me is selfish. That is a bull honky. Is that a word? (laughs) Anyway, so my uh, sound engineer guy is really laughing hard because the southernism that keeps coming out. So being, feeling like, oh, I feel so selfish to be selfish. But listen, you've got a lot of roles to play. And if you don't pull back and do some things for yourself, bad things happen. Anger and yelling and all the things we'll get into in a minute. After dinner walks, that's number two. You can walk with your music, your favorite playlist, or just walk in silence. It's amazing the, the problems that I can solve on a good walk. I mean, they should put me in politics. Like, I can solve all the world's problems on a three-mile walk. It's amazing. I am so good. <laughs> oh, Or a walk by the lake. Oh, you know those, when the sun is out and the water has got that, like, glitter across it. Oh, it's so pretty. It just feels like it brings out the best in you, the calm in you. So find a place where there's water. You know, go walk around a lake. Or a road trip. Oh, that's one of my favorite. A road trip with my favorite music that I can listen to over and over and over. And I sing all the wrong songs or all the wrong words. I do. I sing all the wrong words over and over and over. You know, 25 years later, I still don't know all the words and my kids laugh at me, but it's fine. I mean, I'm happy. (laughs) I've got my favorite latte in the car and I'm just having a good time. Just whatever allows you to kind of let loose and just take a breath and be like, hey, I'm better for this because and my kids are better for it. So why not? Right. Here's another one. Golf nine holes by yourself. Now, I'll just say I'm not a good golfer. I whack the ball and it'll still be sitting there on the little stick. <laughs> the tee. That's what it is. So I'll whack the ball, and of course, there's a foursome of people in a golf 
cart sitting behind me and it's just so much pressure to try to hit a ball but if you're really good at it and you want to get out there you should do it i'm more of like the golf cart driver but join a tennis team oh this is my wheelhouse i love it when my kids were old enough to like you know not be these little babies and kind of give me relief i joined a tennis team so i immediately had some great friends it was a great social life And there is nothing like whacking a yellow ball. Like, I don't even like to run unless a bear's chasing me or there's chocolate that somebody's promising me. Now, but I will chase that yellow ball all over the place, all over the field, the court. It's so much fun. And there's a lot of stress relief in whacking a yellow ball. (laughs) It's so fun. Even if you don't know how to do score right now, just go out to a court and just hit that ball. You know, or go um, go to Jabs. I know we have a local one here in Scottsdale, Jabs. It's an all-women's uh, kickboxing gym. So amazing. Go talk to Stacy. And um, there's nothing like it. I know when somebody, one day I went to get my eyebrows waxed. <laughs> we all need to get our eyebrows waxed sometimes and do some things to fix us up, right? And I go to get my eyebrows waxed and... The woman waxed them way too thin. And I I look at myself for like a week and I didn't even know who I was. So I go to the kickboxing gym and I'm just laying it out. And it is so fun. I feel so alive. Like I could take on the world. Like just bring it on. Because I have just kickboxed for every mom in the world that has tried to hug their teenager. And it felt like hugging a porcupine. You know, (laughs) that... Every everything in the world that you know your kids have done dumb, you kickbox and you're just like you're better for it at the end. To take a yoga class, oh my gosh, I've got a friend. She is so good at yoga. Crystal Waltman, you should go see her. She offers classes. Look her up. And it's so funny because yoga, I'm terrible at it. I think when I first started taking yoga, I was like, this will be easy. Whew, it was hard. I was sweating I was like looking for how to get out of here (laughs) it's really good for your mind and your body so take a yoga class hey an annual road trip with your girlfriends or however you get there you know there is something to be said about just laughing about all the things because there can be 10 of us in a room and we are all laughing and talking at the same time and we all hear what everybody said like a guy they'd be so confused they're like Y'all need to settle down and like one person talk at a time. No, we all talk at once and we all feel like we've been heard. Isn't it an awesome feeling? (laughs) Go find you an annual girls trip right now, guys. Go do it. Blow off that steam. All right. Visit a farmer's market on a Saturday morning. Oh, there is nothing like walking through a farmer's market and they've got live music and food trucks. You could get your favorite latte and just grab those lemons and those avocados. And it's just life brings life, right? That's fun. Okay, grab brunch on your favorite outdoor patio. That's a lot of fun just to go out there and the sun is beaming down on your face. It just seems to reset life, doesn't it? I love those days where I just get to go outside and just be. Okay, so go to your local restaurant and just outside on the outdoor patio, just take a notepad and 
write out what your dreams are. Ask, like, what do I like? What do I not like? What makes me mad? What makes me happy? Just really get to know yourself. I mean, so many times in life, we don't even ask ourselves. We're asking everybody else, like, how you feel? What do you need? You know, we're throwing sports equipment in the back of the car, and we are on the heartbeat of the happiness level of every one of our kids. And, I mean, let's be honest, we're only as happy as the lowest common denominator of our child. You know, if we've got that one child that's just in trouble or doing whatever, and it's wherever he is, if he's a three on the scale of one to ten, we are too. And so ask yourself, what do you like? What do you not like? What brings you happiness? Figure out what's your superpower. Where do you, where does that reside? What, what are you good at that brings you to at least an eight, right? All right. So now a long, um, a long walk listening to your favorite podcast. That's one of my favorite. I just feels like it brings life to me. And I have like these actionable steps. Like if I were listening to motherhood mindset right now <laughs> with Stephanie Pletka, and she's like, got all these three actionable steps and awesome lists. And then you want to refer it to a friend, girl, just do it. <laughs> garden. Oh, do you ever just get out in the backyard and garden? You know, you get your hands in the dirt and you just, oh, you dig up stuff and plant things and it just feels good, doesn't it? Okay, well, so I've heard because I kill all my plants. I mean, I go to Home Depot and I'll pick out a flower and I'm like, this looks like this would look so great in my backyard. I don't know what this flower is. I'm not really sure how to care for it. And I can hear the flower going, don't pick me. (laughs) I can hear it. It's it's just yelling, please, God, don't let her take me home because it knows what's going to happen. But gardening, I heard for some people, is like a real nice stress reliever. You know, just go outside in the grass. Take your shoes off. Take your socks off and just... Well, they call it grounding, you know, just feel the grass in between your toes. I mean, who does that anymore? We're just, we're just wear our tennis shoes and we're running from here to there in our yoga pants and our hair in a bun and it's go, go, go with our baseball cap on and we're hitting and high-fiving. And sometimes it's just good to just put your toes in the sand, in the grass, in the dirt, and just feel all the feels. Because what happens when we don't feel all the feels? We are running. We'll get to that in a minute. All right. So in this next season, you know, you want to have more energy. You want to feel like you've got more purpose, right? I know I do. I know I want to feel that way. Sometimes in life, we've got all this chaos going. And when we don't carve out space, what happens? When we don't carve out me time. I know for me, we are yelling and hollering and getting in the car and everything is we're late. And one kid's got oatmeal in the back that he spilled and we're on two wheels trying to get to where we are. And it just feels like your blood pressure rises. Everybody's fighting and then it's like, all right, we'll just go. And you feel like that's the last thing you said to your kids. And I don't know, we just, we allow the chaos of our life, you know, we allow it to the sediment in that bucket It gets so easily stirred, right, with our family and chaos and distractions and and running late and yelling at the kids. And look, that was, I mean, for the record, that was me yesterday. (laughs) Uh, I'm not perfect. I'm just, you know, 
I've done a lot of things wrong. And that's why I'm on this show to say like, hey, here's some of the things I've done right. Here's a lot of the things I've done wrong just to help you live a happier, freer, unstuck life. All right. So I've done all this research for (laughs) y'all. You know, in in scripture, it says, be anxious for nothing. But in every situation with prayer, petition and thanksgiving, make your requests be known before God and the peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians four, six through seven. Carve out time, carve out space. It's good for you. It's good for everybody. You know, Psalms 4, 8 says, In peace I lie down in safety. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Isn't that wonderful to have, you know, somebody's got your back. The person who created you to do great things, to be a masterpiece, has your safety at heart. They want peace for you. They don't want you to be anxious. Sometimes when you don't even know how to pray or how to move forward, just just say the name of Jesus. It really does change everything. Isaiah 26, 3 says, You will keep in perfect peace those whose hearts are steadfast because they trust in you. Man, God is so good. He's just like jet fuel. <laughs> You know, it's easy to make excuses of why we don't carve out time, why we don't carve out me time. And we really need it. It's like not having the eggs when you're making a wedding cake. (laughs) You need it. It's part of the ingredients. It's a necessity. But in our head, we think it's selfish. But guys, it's not. Because you are running this big, you know, ship here and... Without you at the helm, doing all the things and loving all the all the humans and taking care of them and their emotional psyche and their physical and their spiritual, things start to fall apart. And it all really begins with you. But it's easy to make excuses. Uh, I am the queen of excuses, girl. <laughs> I can make excuses because the sky is blue. I can come up with anything. If you want help with an excuse, you just call me because I can make up all kinds of things. You know, because, but people depend on me. People depend on you, mama. You can't just say, well, because I'm busy. Because busy does not equal importance. I'm going to repeat that. Busy does not equal importance. Busy is just busy. You know, it's sometimes we use busy as an excuse to, you know, to not look. Sometimes we use busy as an excuse to not look at or deal with, you know, what needs to be fixed, what needs to be repaired or dealt with. When we don't find time for ourselves, you know, because we're just one person with all these enormous responsibilities, you know, and. Sometimes it can be tough and we have to really protect ourselves to protect, be the gatekeeper to our island, right? I'm going to remind you of these three things. You have full authority to say no. However you want to say no, say it. Whether you hurt people's, you know, feelings or not, that's another issue. 
say no. All right. You can say it by, oh, thank you, but that's not going to work for us right now. Or I appreciate you thinking of me, but we can't do it at this time. There's a way to say no without saying no. All right. Number two, establish boundaries. It's easy to say yes to everything and take on all the things. And then you feel resentful headed to the thing that you said you would do it but you don't want to. And now you feel resentful and the people that you're doing this thing for, whether it's the PTA or leading something, they're not getting your best efforts either. So it's not a win-win for anybody. All right. So number one, say no. Number two, establish boundaries. All right. And number three, create space to breathe. Because, you know, when we don't find time, It produces yelling and anger and a hurried life that's chaotic. And we know how that snowballs into other things in our life. And then the wheels are coming off, right? See, we have 86,400 seconds in a day. Everybody has exactly 86,400 seconds in a day. What are you going to do with them? We can make all the excuses till the cows come home, right? There's no time. There's lack of resources. We don't have the finances. You know, we don't have grass. (laughs) My husband won't let me buy a tiny house. I mean, (laughs) you know, I can't eat Taco Bell. I'm on a diet. Okay, there, figure it out. The list was great. You can figure this out. So no more excuses. See, when we insert those spaces to breathe in our lives, it keeps us off that yellow line, that that the margin between the cliff and the road's edge, where we hear that do 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 oh, you're running off. Uh-oh, the wheels are falling off. This space offers a happier you. You know, think about it. What is it like to be married to you? Ooh. <laughs> Were you like, whoo, I I had all the the descriptions here that just flew through my head. What is it like to be married to you? What if you were married to you? Now, you may respond in different ways here, but I just want to say, now, I know there's exceptions to the rules. It's like, you know, I just adopted a baby or just had a baby or just started a job. And, you know, things happen. But in the space of like every day, 86,400 seconds in a day, How are you going to create that me time and not feel guilty about it? Okay, I have four questions for you on creating space to breathe. What can you do the night before to prepare for the week ahead? For me, it's cook all the chicken. For me, it's making sure that the kids lay out all their clothes the night before. For me, it is, there's a lot of things that we do. I have a a chore chart. It says like, you know, all the kids are, you know, who washes dishes on Wednesday and who does clothes on Friday. And it's just on a rotation. So, you know, as long as I'm consistent and they know what they're supposed to do, it's a lot more effortless. Number two, name two bad habits that keep you from owning the morning. Hmm. Not preparing the night before is a big one for me. Number three, what are some tools or apps that we can make our life more efficient what's something we could download or use that create a more efficient life and number four what can you say no to this week that will increase margin in your life all right i'm going to say a prayer
Lord, help me find ways to slow down my life, to take in moments to breathe. Thank you for my family, for yellow lines to guide my path, and protecting from the hurriedness of chaos that steals my peace. Thank you for wisdom and friends who hold me accountable, knowing that life is not just about the doing, but more about the being. In your name, amen. Hey guys, if this show has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to click the five stars and tell me what you think over on Apple Podcast. You can go to my website at stephaniepletka.com and subscribe or grab a copy of my book, Living Your Best Life, or even download the Audible for Moms on the Go. Are you in the Phoenix area? Tune into Faith Talk 1360 every Monday at 4 or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until then, here's to living your best life.